about stress as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneurial mother, as an entrepreneurial woman, as an entrepreneurial force, as a financial advisor, stress is often the culmination of high levels of activity over a sustained period of time being pressured into this brink, into this overwhelming engulfing of our own energy to which we are constantly engaged. Maintaining our mental and physical health to become successful over the long term is, of course, what we all are aware of doing, but it's really difficult from keeping stress from taking hold. Today, we're going to talk about some high-performing stress handlers. <laughs> My name is Rebecca Korn. I'm CEO of Rise Rain Rule. I'm a recovering financial advisor, and I'm the queen to the reigning queens of whom I coach and so incredibly bring light into the world. To those who are joining us inside of our podcast for some drips of value-only content, please don't forget to visit our Her Rain Facebook group where I drop weekly nuggets of things to help you Keep moving as a woman, as a queen, inside of your business, relationship, your, your soul, your spirit, and your body. Stress is a really difficult topic to discuss because there are so many aspects of stress that come into layers of the woman. But I want us to all just kind of take a journey inside together and imagine if every woman woke up today with her mind completely wiped clean from any sort of systemic attack that has been endured for centuries, really. And just imagine if you woke up with total amnesia, the lies that have been perpetuated about whether it's the female body, whether it's about female and wisdom, female and power, female and beauty. And just take a moment to feel how much energy you would release and make available to yourself and to the universe? How would that land on your body? How would that release off of your body? When we're ushering into a new age imbued with these ancient memories of women loving themselves with unrestrained passion and self-respect, we begin to have an ease inside of us that almost immediately happens. It's something that starts to rise within us. It's something that starts to, instead of taking battlegrounds of criticism, we actually take space where we gain control and dominion over our own self-honor. That creative energy, that spiritual sustenance, that most divine light giver of life is an honor to fill ourselves with. But sometimes what happens is as we're journeying through in our businesses, we are trying so gosh darn hard to make everything solved, to make everything, quote unquote, run smoothly, to push ourselves to the next level, to gain clarity and to gain the next level of whatever, next level of business, next level of income, next level of ease. 
So there are ways to kind of balance this Zen and allow ourselves to feel in harmony with the world around us. And at the end of the day, spirituality is just that. Spirituality is a way of quieting your mind and body and your past emotions, your past shadows, your past experiences to the point where any reality that presents itself in front of you, you are meeting with compassion, self-respect, and assurity. So when we take that deep breath in and we release it, it truly has this feeling of letting go, whether it's letting go consciously this pattern that we tend to think within. So some of my girls will express to me, Rebecca, I have this thing where I have a tendency to think a certain way, where I just kind of hold on to uh, a certain pattern. So this could be, I wake up in the morning and I have, I wake up kind of dark. Okay, well, there might be a reason for that. There may be something that happened in your childhood that is completely unconscious and it's situated in the seat of your consciousness. And having that deep breath, finding this Zen state where we can release and just kind of clear our mind and separate certain chapters of our book. It allows then this shift of all the stories that are spinning in your mind to pause, all the scenes that are replaying to stop. And most important of all, the shift from judging yourself gets turned off. And this is our opportunity to better understand, but most importantly, simply accept ourselves. And it's in that acceptance that we are allowing our internal state to step forward. We're taking our power into this way of it's not being created by an external state. We are breathing into the power of our center, of something so much bigger than anything else in this world. Finding that breath in times of stress in your business or otherwise, and creating this as a practice to connect with breath work. We begin to feel stressed. We begin to feel angry. We begin to feel frustrated. We understand then we have a choice. We can notice how we're feeling, acknowledge it, and open up the feeling of the feelings that are passing through. Because when you feel the feelings that are passing through, we have compassion with ourselves and we're now holding a space where we're processing what we're feeling without latching onto it and creating this to be the overarching message of, oh, well, this happened and so this must be this. It creates a very externally driven experience. And we're already externally driven a lot. We don't realize it, but we get hit with marketing. We get hit with messages. We get hit with emails. We get hit with phone calls around every single corner. And many of us have a lot of fear when we are sitting in spaciousness. We have a lot of discomfort with it. But it's when we attach ourselves to those feelings that we start to judge, we start to complain, we start to doubt and shame and 
create these victim stories around our feelings, which then compounds and intensifies our emotions and traps them in our bodies. And this is a really important aspect because when we recognize, oh my gosh, I'm repeating this over time and I'm consistently placing myself in a stress response. And so even as you're listening to this podcast right now, I want you to think about, okay, wow, how am I holding my jaw? Release it. How about your shoulders? How are you standing? How are you sitting? How are you receiving your body right now? Or are we in a constant state walking around in this like fight, flight, or freeze state? We can exist in that survival mode in very low level states, but every second of the day being stressed out, coming home, being stressed out, turning on the news, being stressed out, sending us all into this deeper, deeper and deeper downward spiral of fear and uncertainty. And that just places our mind in this highly suggestible state, just in time for all of the marketing to hit us. But the truth is, is that when we're stressed out, we are just out of control. We're out of alignment and we're out of control of our own bodies and our own selves and what we're really intending to impart upon this world. My mentor this week called me and she, she had a light bulb moment. And this is one of my favorite moments because uh, we do a lot of inner work and being able to shape and understand those levels are so beautiful. They're like little golden gems. And so she called me and she goes, Rebecca, Rebecca, I finally figured out why you're constantly telling everybody to journal. <laughs> and it's so funny because we have a lot of, of I giggle because it's, it's something that <laughs> in order to get away from the reptilian brain, which is something I just giggle about every single time I think about reptilian brain. Oh my gosh. Like I have a reptile in my brain and I'm functioning in the world as a, as a human being. And this is awkward. If only people could really see how I'm thinking about my own world of things. I've got this reptilian brain. I have this meat suit. I have my heart and my beautiful light. And I have my beautiful feminine and my beautiful masculine. And I have my business and I have my relationship and I have my body. I have all these other pieces. And I have a little kid to my life. And we have all these layers of how we make decisions when we're running our businesses. And we make decisions for our families, the way we choose partners the way we raise our children, the way we educate ourselves, the way we plan for the future. And this is exactly what prevents us from living our dreams. This is exactly what leaves us in disbelief of ourselves. This is what sabotages our consistency in showing up. This is what eliminates our light from shattering glass ceilings, making more money, living with purpose, living on purpose, experiencing more joy, freedom, pleasure, play, ease, beauty, flow. So how do we shift this? How do we shift out of the reptilian brain? And what, what my mentor said was, Rebecca, Rebecca, the way we build new neurology is by reflecting. And I was like, yes, exactly. And how do we most deeply reflect in spaciousness, seated, seated by ourselves? 
with ourselves, with all of ourselves. And we so consistently underestimate the serenity that comes from simply writing down what's bothering you. We think, oh, I'm going to run and I'm going to create an outlet for my emotions and they will help me with clarity. And instead what happens is they end up giving you something else that's going on inside of their lives. And then stress becomes overwhelming. And now we're not only dealing with our negative emotions, we're allowing them to fly all over the place. Stream of consciousness writing is a beautiful way to just allow your emotions to shine. And sometimes when I first land this with somebody, they'll say, Rebecca, I don't, I don't really want to sit with my emotions. It's just really uncomfortable for me. And I say, yes. And yet emotions are energy in motion. And if you, it's uncomfortable for you to be around your own energy, how are we going to become, how are we going, how are we going to become comfortable around other people's energy? Because I'll tell you, there's a lot of energy in this world. There are so many layers of it. There are so many experiences that other people are having that they are sharing and experiencing and wearing on their shoulders all the time. And she said, I just never realized how much reflection helped our brain. It helps our brain with clarity. And I said, absolutely. It's so beautiful. It's such a gift to ourselves. And yet we run from it. And there's always gratitude as well. And gratitude is such a gift because no matter how we're feeling, if we can find one very simple thing to be grateful for, it can bring us back to a very neutral or higher state of emotional scale. So for example, when I'm paying bills, I am excited about the way that the luxury of electricity gets beautified in my in my houses or my room. The goal isn't to be like all high vibe all the time and, oh, your energy is clarified and yeah, I'm great and everything's wonderful and I'm so aligned. No, it's to know how to bring ourselves back and get faster at doing so while raising the baseline over time as we learn and grow with ourselves. And tapping into this deep gratitude about what's around us now, what's amazing right now, what kind of joy and fulfillment that you're truly experiencing now. Because your thoughts matter, your words matter, your feelings matter, your beliefs matter. And all of that equates into the actions that you take. But if I believe that the world is against me, I am never going to open up into this vulnerability place of understanding and releasing into something so much deeper. And so then I become subscribed to all the beliefs that the world is going to feed me and I connect with it. And so Rebecca, does this mean that I have to think positively and be obnoxiously happy no matter what is going on every single day of the week? Nope. No, absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. It's simply a beautiful gift to acknowledge and have these contrasting feelings as they come up to process them fully and release them from your body. 
but we don't linger there for longer than necessary. And we refrain from trying to continuously revisit the experience because what kind of life is that? Do you desire to live in a world where you have the same thoughts, you have the same experiences, you have the same beliefs, you have the same feelings, you have the same words? Because the thoughts that you're thinking and the emotions you're feeling while taking the actions matter because it creates an intention. You are signing, you are signing a frame into the universe and saying, hey, universe, please fill this. And in order to transform your life, we have to transform our thoughts and understanding and the way that we receive our emotion. Sometimes I find that the only way to break a particular mode of thought, and for a very long time, for me personally, I had to work out first thing in the morning. I had to have some sort of intensity, cardio, just even breakthrough for the endorphins and give myself an instant bloop, pick, pick me up. And of course, research has found that, oh my gosh, exercise is an amazing outlet for negative emotions and it works. And if you do this consistently, you have less irritation, blah, blah, blah. But really, I think for me, it was just allowing it to be out of my system and being too tired to have to think about that same thought. And then I began to break that thought because then for the rest of the day, I was not allowed I did not allow it to come back in because I already greeted it. I already met it. I already received it and I understood it. So I didn't have to. As we're moving through so many pieces of our business and we're yearning for it to succeed, it's physically impossible to go 24 seven. And it's, you aren't a machine. We're not, we're not asking you to do that. Right. But you also get to this place where it leads to exhaustion. You get very reactive. It comes into and floods in these other layers of relationship and feelings of creativity. And it leaves you feeling very depleted. By creating a sustainable peace and stepping into your own boundaries. And if you haven't learned, if you haven't listened to my boundaries podcast, please go check it out. It's a, it's a, it's a good one. Um, then you throttle back on yourself and you, and you start to postpone things because you're exhausted. Turn off the computer. I know this is like a weird thing, but most of my entrepreneurs, are, I'll ask them, when's the last time you've turned off your computer? And they'll look at me. Well, I have to make tabs open, Rebecca. I'm not, I don't want to close it every day. Close it. Take the time to decompress. Spend a moment to decide when the end of your day is in your business. Allow for that. It sounds like a very simple thing, but there is a lot of clarity that happens when you close every single one of your tabs and you decide I am stepping into this and now I am engaging in something beautiful and light and fun-hearted or lighthearted and fun in a way that, that we are engaging with social people in real life, not in social platforms. We are engaging socially away from the work, away from the networking. Maybe you go play golf or you go for a hike or 
Maybe you engage yourself in, in taking dance lessons so that you know that on a particular day at a particular time, you must go and show up to this place. One of my favorite things is to go schedule a cooking class. There are beautiful cooking classes going on right now all over uh, some of these vineyards that just have incredible chefs visiting and allowing to feel the inspiration from them and the, the brilliance and the detail and the focus and the creativity, but also understanding their yearning for excellence and everything that they do is a beautiful thing, including having fun. And so you will still get a lot out of it inside of the thread of the tapestry of your life in terms of the way that your entrepreneurship is consistently taking off. And that's beautiful. But come back to yourself. We used to say all work and no play makes for a dull, makes for a dull life or something like that. And now look at us. There's always something else and it's always absorbing our world. Change it. Give your mind a break. Allow yourself to transform your life and carefully curate what that looks like from your thoughts, from your words, from your feelings, from your beliefs, and take that beautiful inspired action accordingly. There is nobody else on this planet and will be nobody else on this planet exactly like you with the exact set of experiences and light and love and culture and, and world that you are from, that you have specifically experienced. Nobody, nobody will ever have the gifts that you have. Nobody will ever be what you are. They will never be able to do what you do on so many levels. Being able to receive yourself on that front and being able to experience yourself first allows us to really learn what it's like to be Rebecca, to be this person, to be whatever, whatever your name is. Center in that and feel into it, experience it on a different level and start to breathe into those places for yourself in a way that starts to cultivate something so much more for your life. Because if your play never gets to come forward and you wake up one day and all of a sudden you are in your eighties and you can no longer go on, or you get a diagnosis that is going to shorten your life, heaven forbid, but you have a piece of you that you're like, gosh, I really wish I would have fill in the blank. Maybe it's travel more. Maybe it's had more fun. Maybe just allowing yourself to turn off your phone in the evening is a big relief, especially if you're a realtor or a loan officer. I remember as a financial advisor, I used to have my phone on and I would return text messages up until nine o'clock at night, every night. My whole world was that phone. And I'll tell you, my dog, his name is Dexter. He's a very smart, very, very uh, majestic little Yorkshire Terrier. But he notices when I pick up my phone, it's amazing to me. He knew me through the whole time as a financial advisor. That's what kind of mommy I was at that time. 
And it's tragic. I'll pick up my phone and you can see his little face. He looks away, just figures, okay, I'm not going to get access to her now. It's tragic. And so now every night around eight o'clock, I put my phone on the other counter. It doesn't take that much. I put it in the other room when I'm working. And it's really interesting because just doing, just having that action separates me enough into the spaciousness of being able to flow in a different way. I get more focused. I get more aligned. I start to meticulously just kind of move through and then decide, okay, this is the time I'm going to end. Nobody else is deciding that for me. Reconnect to yourself. Find yourself while running your business, while being in a relationship. You don't have to have all the answers, but connect with the life that's happening for us, not to us. And enjoy every layer of what may happen around the next corner. But allow yourself to enjoy it instead of constantly trying to paddle to the next corner of that river. Maybe just lean back and close your eyes and release that big breath of air and say, oh my gosh, I am so, so, so excited to see how I'm going to get through this one next. And I'm so, so proud of myself for everything that I have done so far. This isn't perfection. This is simply reflection around every corner. And on that note, my loves, I hope you have a lovely, lovely rest of your week. I apologize for the little dog barks and phone rings. For some reason, I was unable to silence certain pieces of my computer, which is very surprising. <laughs> it's just another technology edge. But again, I'm not asking for this to be perfect because I do make mistakes and I am human. And I really receive myself in those manners and it is such a gift and sometimes it's really difficult at times and sometimes it's really eye-opening and sometimes it's really bittersweet. Don't miss out on those beautiful emotions, no matter what they may be. All my love, here's to an amazing, beautiful week in your life. Rain on.